Well, hey, welcome to the One Big Thought Podcast. It's a podcast we talk about real ministry for the majority. I'm Andy George, and joining me is Ken Hester. Good afternoon to you, sir. Good afternoon to you as well. You feel extra victorious today. You're drinking out of your victory mug. You're wearing your victory sweatshirt. You, you feel like you're claiming victory in your life? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not just claiming victory. I'm like literally putting it everywhere. So obviously you can't see me. I have a white hoodie on. There's a flag has, over there oh, in your office. There. You know. I have a white hoodie on that has our victory banner logo for our church on the front of it with mm-hmm. our church's logo on the back. We gave our staff victory campfire mugs, white speckled. That I've heard nothing but rave reviews about. Love them. People Love them. Uh, are walking around with this everywhere. Yeah. Uh, 1 Corinthians 15, 57 is our verse, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. That's on the other side of the mug. Mm-hmm. And then in my office, I have a victory flag. I have a crossroads hat. I got, yeah. I got, I got another mug. I got, yeah, I got lots of, I'm we, branded, man. We, I hand, am branded. we handed the victory pennants out to <laughs> right. everyone yeah. on Sunday morning at our campuses. And hey, uh, it's just been really cool to see it like live out in our people's lives. It's been cool. We need to do an episode on how to basically brand out a uh, sermon series. Yeah. We should bring theme. Ellie. Bring Ellie Reimer in. Bring Ellie in. in on that. Yep. Talk about we'll do church that. marketing. That'll be a future and, one. Yeah, that'd be cool. Because yes, I'm feeling very, very walking in victory mode today. <laughs> As you should. <laughs> I almost had a crossroads hat on, but I was like, that's overkill. Yeah, a little bit so much. I just have an Under Armour hat a on. Much, yeah. Shout out to Under Armour. Right. <laughs> You get you some victory shoes. <laughs> well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. We're so grateful, as always, that you are here. And uh, One Big Thought literally is Ken and I talking through One Big Thought, and mm-hmm. we enjoy our time. We have over a year worth of episodes. Which is crazy to think. A year worth of episodes, yeah. yeah. We've so been doing... I think we're on like 54, 55 episodes yeah, now. Yeah, we're in the 50s. Like that. Yep. Yeah. So. yeah, so if you are just now joining us, welcome to the podcast. Go back and listen. There's a ton of great content where we literally address one thing at a time. And can you believe we've addressed 50 plus different things and we're still not even scratching the surface on all yeah. that we need in ministry and in life. So yeah, so it's important to us that you are listening and subscribing and sharing and commenting and rating and reach out to us uh, if we can help with anything. Or, you know, if you live in some really nice tropical location and you want us to We're come always up for a visit. to you, you can just let us know. We're always up for a visit as well there. Uh, but Ken, I'm going to throw it to you. Uh, today's One Big Thought is what? Well, today we're going to be talking about dealing with difficult people. Uh, obviously, in ministry, that is that could go from staff, that could go from volunteers, that could go from marriage, emails marriage. from random people. All right, that could be <laughs> yes, your spouse, kids. that could be your kids. That could, yeah. we are surrounded with dealing with difficult people, uh, and sometimes it's dealing with yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> in the, yeah, you have a difficult time in life, so. Uh, how do we deal with that? What does that look like? When I say dealing with difficult people, Andy, what what is kind of not necessarily? Don't tell me the person that comes to mind. Okay, that that could get us in trouble. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> I've been a pastor for twenty seven years. I have like a Rolodex of right, things right, right now. But think about you yeah. know the scenarios and kind of what what makes it that 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 
it's really a difficult situation that that person usually brings to you. They're going through something, they're kind of struggling, but it comes out as that person actually being difficult. How do you differentiate between the person being difficult and what they're going through is actually like kind of the root cause of them being difficult? Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Because you're because you're right. There's difficult circumstances that cause difficult and hard conversations and decisions to be made. But I think the differential for me is because sometimes they're one and the same. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes everything's going great and there's still a difficult person in front of you. Mm-hmm. So I would say that for me, obviously no names and I'm not even necessarily think of anybody particular is there's people that are coming to your churches or your ministries that are difficult in nature Mm-hmm. Are I so my mind immediately goes to argumentative people, yeah, people who don't agree with you or the Bible or the church, uh, culture. Mm-hmm. I put culture in that context, preference, preference. Um, I put you know, uh, when we deal with, uh, for example, racial issues that we mm-hmm. deal with, I mean, mm-hmm. just to get very granular and real, uh, when a church like ours is navigating through racial tension, there's difficult people on all sides that are coming at you when we dealt with masks and Mm -hmm. covid uh decisions politics politics, decisions on us not doing a typical wednesday night family (laughs) night (laughs) right all of a sudden you get people that are emerging and so i think under all those contexts i would say that there are difficult people to navigate in all of that Mm -hmm. so when i think of it i think of not just the circumstances i think of people that are just being tough they're just being hard they're hard to work with yeah you know, yep. for whatever reason, they're just, yep. and they might be right, mm-hmm. right? Um, but it's uh, it's just navigating. And then how do we, so here's where I am on, on all of this. Um, so where I am on all of this is because I deal with difficult people on a regular basis, as do you, mm-hmm. it does not give me the right to still not act biblical. biblical. Yeah, that's great. Yep. And so I think my big takeaway for everybody listening, because we all have difficult people, when we say difficult people, there's certainly people that pop up in your head. Yep. But just because they're difficult doesn't mean that I should not act biblical. Yeah, you still control response. your response. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And yep. I, I think for me, that that's what I, I try to tell people, and, and I, I think to myself, is like, I can control what I can control. I can't control what yep. someone else is in control of. I'm in control of my response. I'm mm-hmm. in control of my emotions. I'm in control of how I, uh, you know, how I react. Mm-hmm. And I can't necessarily control them. Right. Whether you know, however, no matter what I say. Yep. It, it could be anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think uh, I think of um, uh, the easiest example that comes to mind is. is you know, I'm a Carolina fan. Went to Carolina. I talked to Duke guys all the time. Actually, I was talking to our, our missions pastor. who's a huge Duke fan. Uh, when we, we jab back and forth about that, uh, the rivalry all the time. But nothing that I say is going to change his mind from being a Duke fan to being a Carolina fan. And nothing that he says <laughs> is going to change my mind. Right. And so naturally, we come to this conflict <laughs> I deal with a difficult person at least twice a year when it comes Mm -hmm. to basketball season. Mm -hmm. But, you know, again, what are my emotions? What are my reactions? What is my response? Mm -hmm. Because 
th- again, that's just a, that's a fun example. Yep. But you can apply it to ministry. You can apply it to your spouse. You can apply it to yeah. business partner. You can apply it to, you know, across the board. Yeah. So I think what would be helpful to people listening is for us to give, here's a few practical things you can do when you deal with difficult people. Yeah. Um, so first one, uh, I'll kick it off, is wait to respond. Mm, so I think that's, great. I mean, it's just obvious, right? But but not always. Not always, yeah. Uh, I think a lot of times uh, people just like to respond out of anger or out of hurt or, you know, out of being right, out of being righteously correct, and you want to respond as such. And so a lot of times when we talk about dealing with difficult people in ministry world, it's usually not face-to-face. Mm-hmm. It's through an email yeah, or social media or something else sure. where people are sending whatever they want to send, mm-hmm. and then you have an option on how you respond. Yeah, And so... So I'll tell you what I do, uh, and I've gotten pretty good at it, unfortunately, dealing with with these situations, is one, I'll, I wait to respond. You know, sometimes it's just a few hours, sometimes it's a day, mm-hmm. but it's always within a day. Yeah, that's great. And my response, typically, I have a very static response to people. Thank you for your input. Really appreciate you taking time to write the email. I'll prayerfully consider your words and mm-hmm. have a great day. Yeah. That's it. Mm. Literally three sentences. That's it. I think there's I think there's value in that too because I think sometimes, you know, I look back over the different, you know, conversations or emails or whatever that I've had in ministry in different roles along the way. So wherever you're at and whatever your role is, I think a lot of times we'll we'll put on ourselves that we should encourage the conversation to continue. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, I, I mean, I'm a pastor, or I'm a minister, I'm, I mean, you know, I'm in, I'm a full time staff member, part time staff member, right? And they have a, they have an issue, so I need to offer to meet with them, or I need to offer to engage right. in that conversation. When what I love what you did right there is like you acknowledge that person, you acknowledge that th- their feedback, but then he kind of took ownership right. of it and he said, all right, I'm going to prayerfully consider that, right. and I'll do that. because sometimes if you open up that door. You just make it worse. Yeah, and again, we're talking about difficult people. Mm-hmm. So I'm not talking about the people who just have a genuine question or concern that they want to talk to right. you about. Like, I'm not talking about dismissing them or blowing them off. What I'm talking about are the ones that are sending off an email or a social media message or a phone call, and their whole point is just to argue and fight. Yeah. In fact, the Bible says not to do that. It mm-hmm. says not to argue and fight with people who just want to argue and fight. Like, that's <laughs> exactly. literally a biblical thing. Uh-huh. Now, if somebody's got a concern or a care or they want to express something that they are dealing with or struggling with about what we're doing, yep. then yeah, let's, let's sit down and have that conversation. Yeah. But I'm not going to open myself up to every nitpicking, argumentative person that's difficult you can definitely and you can tell you, you can tell yeah you can you tell, can tell when you run up against a wall yeah right yeah. so yeah, that person yeah. in their tone in the way or in yeah. or they don't even want to respond multiple <laughs> right or in multiple ways right. they've already done that whether it's in a conversation or yeah. in a previous email it's probably that again if they're a difficult person it's probably not the first time you've heard from them yeah. <laughs> either so Could be. and you sometimes you don't that, know them yeah or sometimes you, know, you like don't know them. even today i posted something today uh, in response to what's happening in the world around us mm-hmm. uh, at the time of this recording, uh, the Ukraine is currently under attack. Yep. So I posted something this morning about praying for that, and somebody chose to use that social media post as an opportunity to express their dislike for our presidents, for their dislike mm-hmm. for people, and was it was ugly. So I just deleted it. I'm like, delete? Guess what? 
I can control that. Yep. I just delete you. Exactly. <laughs> you no. Know? Um, so I think we got to be smart, right? That, In other words, that wasn't a thing where I responded back and going, well, hey, you know, mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't engage in that. I yep. didn't even know the person. Why engage in it? Just delete it, move on, you know, and keep going, you know? Yeah. When, if you repost again, I'll just block them. I don't yeah. care. Hey, That's the beauty of social media. They, yeah. You don't See have you later. to engage. I don't have to engage. <laughs> now, if it was somebody who had a genuine concern yep. that wanted to ask me a question all day long, but... So that's kind of the first. The second one that I would recommend that really does, and it's again, it's the Bible. Mm-hmm. So guess what? The Bible works. I love the verse that speaks about giving response of kindness to people who are trying to yeah, fight right. with you and argue with yeah, you. Turn the other cheek. It, it talks about by doing so, you are putting lumps of hot coal on their heads. Yeah. Is, is the Bible verse. So mm-hmm. when somebody's coming at you and they want to fight and they want to argue, when we respond in kindness, mm-hmm. it's like it just burns them up. Yeah. And it actually works. And it's kind of fun, quite honestly. Like, I actually enjoy <laughs> when somebody's coming at me, like, fist raised, ready to go. They want to fight. I'm like, man, I just love you. Thank you so much. You know, you're, hey, appreciate it. They're like, no, I want to fight. I want to argue. Hey, you know, that's, well, yeah, it's great. You know, I hope you have a great day. Praying works for you with and your family. spouse a lot. It work. does work with your spouse a lot. <laughs> it does. And it works with your kids. It does work with your and kids. And guess what? It yeah. is a biblical response to difficult people. Mm-hmm. So, it, one side, you have the scripture that speaks about not even engaging in argument with people who just want to argue. Then you have the other side when people are trying to hurt you with words or whatever, respond in kindness and see what it does. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the, those are the two ways I kind of <laughs> navigate difficult people. Yeah, and, and in that response to kindness, I think that it is it is that it's like we have to show love to people. Even you know, Christ challenges us and reminds us that it's easy to love people that are like you. It's easy to people to love people that love you. What's difficult? What God has called us to do is love the people yep. that that we that are difficult that <laughs> that don't yeah. love us. Well, and here's the thing: uh, in the Bible, it speaks about to do good to everyone. Mm-hmm. But then the rest of that verse says, especially to those who are of the same faith. So, oftentimes, when we're talking about dealing with difficult people, mm. so let's let's it, it comes let's, down to preference a little bit. Well, but let's turn the corner, right? So, when we deal with difficult people. Oftentimes, it's people who are on our same side. Yeah, in theory. Yeah, it's other Christians, mm-hmm. especially as pastors. Like I, quite honestly, when I'm out in the community, I don't, I don't really get a lot of ugliness. Sure. <laughs> yeah. From from unsaved or lost people that we're working with or trying to help or minister to. Unfortunately, and, and listen, everybody listening to this for the most part is in ministry. Mm-hmm. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Most of the wounds that you and I have are in the back, and yeah. it's from people from within, from our own. It's like we have friendly fire from our own side of the mm-hmm. line. We have a real enemy out there, and we're like hurting each other. Yeah. So I love that verse that speaks about you know do good to everybody, but especially to those who are the believer who are of the same faith. Blessed are the peacemakers, right? Mm-hmm. So so that's what we're called to be and do, not to fight back and argue. Again, though, it's not saying that we don't speak truth, that we don't respond, that we don't hold the line. Like I'm not talking about being run over yeah. and being a doormat and letting everybody yell at you like For at sure. all. In fact, the opposite. No, like, you know, stand your ground, hold your yep, ground. Your but ground. you got to know when to just, hey, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> move, on, move on. You know, move on. Uh, um, some, sometimes when dealing with difficult people, I find myself in, in this similar spot as, as, as you do. And I have to, it's a little self-reflection as well. Like, is that person being difficult? And am I fueling that in right. them? 
Because if you do yeah. respond or if I, if I take offense to it, rather than just letting them vent or, mm-hmm. or, be, or say what they need to say, sometimes it, it's just that. It's like they just need to say it to get it off their chest, mm-hmm. and it, that's it. It's over. Yeah, and I think what you're saying also is what can I learn from the situation right. too? So sometimes we're dealing with difficult people because we created the difficult circumstance. Yes. Or we we actually did do something that was we said something we shouldn't have said or we responded a bad way or we made a point on a Sunday morning that was, you know, not the best point. And so yeah, you get confrontation difficult people, so the question also should be okay, what what can I learn from this? So so this I mean again, I can just only share what I do whenever I get a negative email. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always look at it. Is there any truth in this email? Right. And if there's not, then it's a simple dismiss Thanks. off the show. They're gone. Yeah. If there's some truth in it, then the response is still the same because it's true. I'll prayerfully consider what you said. And if you have to own something, Hey, you're right. I'm going to work on that. Thanks. Yep. You know, but you don't have to live there and, right. and you don't have to let people just beat you down because some people just want to fight. That's all yeah. they want to do is this argument fight. It, you know, with with those with those those reflection times, that makes you a better person. That makes you a better leader. It should <laughs> that you know? So uh, there there is again, there's value in it. If there is a difficult person, how do you respond? You control your yeah. response. You respond in kind, and you know, again, don't add fuel to the flame. So this is just a, a quick, hopefully easy way for you to. Begin to deal with difficult yeah. people, process how dealing with difficult people is in your life, and uh, and apply it in different, in different areas, different modes. But thanks, as always, for listening to One Big Thought, and we'll have another One Big Thought again for you on the next episode. We'll see you soon.